The Untold Secrets of an Outsider. Rated PG-13 for mature content and nudity. Hey everyone, welcome to this current episode of The Untold Secrets of an Outsider. Um, I think this is like the 7th or 8th episode, but I'm not going to keep track anymore because it's... Uh, I don't name the episodes, um by number, so, yeah, um, fuck it, so I'm just winging it for now on, um, sorry I haven't posted in the last couple days, um, kinda busy, mainly, um, uh, kinda busy, but mainly, um, haven't had the, um, I guess confidence, Or the uh, the motivation to um, put an episode together. Um, so from the last episode, um, I shared um, some <clears throat> uh, personal shit. Um, and so I wasn't really able to get into a lot of it, um, but I wanted to elaborate on something um, that comes to mind is that um, the, the tightness with my family, um, you know, it's, it's weird because as like, strange as my family is, um, I, like, I do love them, um, whenever, I mean, loose, loose term family, but whenever we get together, um, like, it, it get it gets better, um, but my, I don't, I don't know the term for this, but, like, my inner family like, my mom, dad, uh, two half-brothers, like, we, I mean, I, I can't, like, I said in the episode that I can't, like, I can't freely express myself, um, that's something that takes time, um, you can't just fix that on a whim, um, but, um, I did, uh, go into the city with them, um, my mom, her boyfriend, and my two half, uh, well, one half-brother, my, my other half-brother was sick, so he couldn't come, but we went to the city, um, to celebrate my birthday, um, Uh, we went to the, uh, Museum of Natural History, and also went to a diner nearby. Uh, my brother, Jason, um, who did come out, he lives, uh, in Manhattan, so it was close. Um, but, yeah, so, um, I get, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any fucking direction with this episode, um, I just wanted to, like, talk my mind, um, yeah, so we went to the Museum of Natural, uh, I hate talking, like, something, I hate, I hate bringing depressing messages, like, fuck, but, um, it's something on my mind, so we're going to talk about it. Um, we went to the Museum of Natural History, and that shit is boring as fuck. I can't stand that place. Um, not only did nothing interest me, well, I can't, I can't say nothing interested me. Um, there was, like, one little bit out of the entire museum that interested me. It was the, um, 
the stuff on the brain that they had, like just one little thing, and evolution. Um, but uh, yeah, the place is boring as fuck, and this is like um, uh, a resentment slash grievance, more like a resentment that I have um, that is difficult for me to work on. But when people fucking bump into you, that shit. That shit happens to me so much, and it makes me so angry. Um, like I, I, oh my god, I try, I try to fucking, I try to heal that part, but it's so difficult for me to do that. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know where to begin and end with that, but that that shit irritates me so much. That's that's something that I need to work on, but, oh my god, it, it's, it's, it's like, I don't know, it, it's, it's difficult for me to, like, what is societally right to do, what's socially right to do in that moment, when someone is trying to get by, like, I know you have to give them room, but um, at some level, there's a part of me that says, no, this situation is fine, but it's not fine, so, but I don't perceive it as not fine. I try to correct it by making it not fine, Um, so when people are trying to um, get by, like, I won't move, so but I feel like moving is like showing a sign of fear and I don't want to show them that fear. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's a, um, it's a fucking fuck. It's what it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, whatever is what I find the most loving should be to give them space to move, um, to get, well, yes, move, like, get the fuck out of my way, move, um, but, so, yeah, there's that, that is something that I need to work on, um, I know when I was growing up, um, like, I, I, um, am, was one to see the body as a weapon, for sure, um, I got into a lot of fucking fights, um, a lot of fights, so I don't know how to use the body in a loving way, so that's something that brings me a lot of guilt, um, uh, the body, the course says that the body is a wholly neutral thing, um, so I guess... Yeah, I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, so, yeah, there's that. And I have many um, situations of that, that what that brings up. Um, I went on a tangent there. Um, lost my train of thought. Um... Uh, so, yeah, Museum of Natural History, boring as fuck, um, yeah, so I turned 25, um, on Sunday, on November 17th, celebrating my 25th birthday, um, so, I am not one to share and bloat and bring attention to my, bring about attention to myself that it's my birthday and it should be all eyes on me. Um, however, when I'm dancing alone, that's what I think. It should be eyes on me. Um, (laughs) um, so I was telling my dad, um, he came to visit, um, 
he came he came out to where I am. Uh, my mom and dad are separated, so my dad lives like 40 minutes away. Uh, he came out to see me Sunday. He made some time for me. Um, uh, we made time for each other. Um, and so I had work eight to five and then I saw him and then, uh, he, um, he came to watch me bowl and that was fucking awesome. Um, it's funny because, um, I have a story to tell, um, so in one of the um, one of the lectures in Devin's course, um, he was talking about how you know like um, trusting other people, and I I may I may, um, put this into reality. Um, so props to me. Um, he was talking about how um, trust, trust in other people can't be so concrete. Um, and you think about the people that you trust the most and you know how they're going to act. And pretty much can read them like a book. Um, well, so on Friday, I got breakfast with my dad. Uh, he came, we, he came out to me. And, um, uh, we had breakfast and then we, we were in the car, um, and we went to the mall. Um, but while we were in the car at the mall, um, while we were going to the mall, um, he, we were talking like making plans for Sunday or just talking about Sunday. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, uh, no, he, he was talking. And then he said, um, okay, well, I won't, I won't tell it or no, maybe I brought it up. I, I was like, please don't tell anyone that it's my birthday at the bowling alley. Like that's the one condition. Um, and like going into that moment, I'm like, well, in my lifetime, I <laughs> don't want people knowing it's my birthday. Um, so, come Saturday, uh, Sunday, my birthday, uh, um, he was watching me bowl. Um, my first game was a 206. Um, that game uh, was kind of weird because it was the first game in probably a while that my dad has watched me, so I wasn't I wasn't really focused. I was more like talking to him. I was with him. Um, but then I uh, we lost brutally the first game, so I, I um, so I had to kind of isolate myself a little. Um, I isolated myself with my team um, to put some more focus on the game, and um, it that turned out to be okay. Um, I bowled 12 strikes in a row the second game. Um, <clears throat> uh, it was a perfect game, and um, if you're wondering, uh, my last shot was... Uh, a good one. I wasn't, I wasn't that nervous. Um, I was able, I kind of put myself in the shoes of drunk me getting into a car, starting it up, uh, and going to a destination. Um, so I was able to calm myself. (laughs) Um, it, it was a little, rattling, uh, for sure, but I was able to calm myself, uh, able to focus, um, and put down a nice shot, so, after, uh, coming back, um, 
um, after the shot, um, after the final shot, um, I think my dad was the second person, uh, that, uh, that congratulated me, and, um, we hugged, he said he was so fucking happy, <laughs> which is awesome, um, and, uh, um, so, as, um, like, other people are congratulating me, um, he, he hugs me again, and, um, he says, uh, I can't really remember it that well, but he said, like, and he just, like, bursted it out. He's like, and it's on your birthday! <laughs> so, it's funny because, like, in that moment, like, I knew I had to let my guard down. Um, it was something that I was expecting to happen. Um, to, to be that, like, betrayed, uh, quote-unquote betrayed, um, because, but that's something that, uh, was totally fine, I was totally good with that, because, um, it was, like, in the moment, and it was just perfect how it happened, um, to have my guard let down, and to have that trust broken in a way, but it wasn't harmfully done, it was lovingly done, so, there's that, and, um, yeah, so, I built a 300 on my 25th birthday, and it was on lane 25, so, that's pretty neat. Um, yeah, and then my last game was a 206. Kind of uh, fell apart that last game. Uh, I mean, after you go perfect, you're like, you can do whatever, honestly. Um, so... Yeah, there was something else I wanted to talk about. Um, uh. So that, that was like what has happened since the last time I put out an episode. Um, I went into the city to see my brother, um, and it was my birthday, and we bowled, um, and that's pretty much it. Um, I did the meditation, um, for Devin's course. Um, how to smell this spiritual universe. Uh, the last lecture of the integration series. Um, I wasn't able to go subconscious. Um, I was very, um, on alert throughout the meditation. Um, it was actually my second time doing the meditation. Um, the first time I fell asleep. Um, so after, um, so that night, I had a dream where 
I don't remember all of it, but there was one part that I remember. Um, I was like pledging my fraternity, and uh, ever since like I I got into the fraternity, I feel like pledging is like um, you know like I I would there was like jokes about like pledging for Jesus and stuff, like, while I was up in college, and, um, you know, I, it, this life is pretty much like a pledge to, um, wherever you want to go after this life, so, it's something that has, has happened, I've experienced a similar um, line of thinking, um, when I was tripping on acid one time, when I was up visiting Oneonta, um, I, I felt like I was re-pledging in my trip, but this time, like, okay, so when I first pledged, it was a sh- fucking disaster, I was, oh my god, that was like the worst time of my life, um, but when, uh, during this trip, um, it was like a reinterpretation of m- what happened, like a total reinterpretation of what happened, uh, when I was pledging, like, I was seeing, like, all these loving thoughts, or, yeah, I was seeing, like, all these loving things occur, um, while still feeling like I was pledging. Um, oh my god, I don't know where I was going with that, but, um, Jesus, fuck. Um, okay, so I was doing the meditation, um, oh yeah, I, my dream, um, I, uh, so I have like these revisions of what pledging was is like when I when I was on acid, but I had the dream um, where it was kind of borderline, where it was like becoming a little more real to me um, in this dream. Um, how like that pledging to where you want to go after this life. So in my dream, I was pledging with some other person. No, actually, I was re-pledging um, because since I got kicked out, um, we have like family lines. Uh, my big brother is my best friend Nolan. Um, my little, my I didn't get a little. Um, I didn't I didn't stay there long enough, so I wasn't able to like be there while um, someone below me would get into the fraternity. So I never got a little brother, which fucking sucks, dude. Uh, But honestly, like, my uh, older brothers before me were a little more, um, thought more of it than me because of that... um, I mean, I wasn't really, like, into the fraternity shit, but there, I mean, it is disappointing. It's disappointing that I wasn't able to stay there long enough to get a little brother. Um, So, um, in my dream, I was pledging again um, to to get a little brother. So, in Oneonta, um, like, springtime, I guess, um, like, when it gets late at night, or, like, when it, when it gets warmer out, a little more humid, uh, moist outside, um, worms, worms everywhere, (laughs) Like, on the sidewalks, in the grass, like, 
not really in the grass, but mostly on the sidewalks. I remember walking on campus and avoiding all of the worms, trillions of worms, um, to put it lightly. And in my dream, I had that, I, um, there were worms everywhere, but these worms weren't normal. They were huge worms, and they would get on me like leeches, and it was the most brutal thing ever, like, more, I guess that's how I just remember pledging, like, being so brutal, um, and drinking constantly, they would, I would have to drink on lineup, uh, like, do gin spins, um, which is, like, um, gargling, like, straight vodka, or, uh, gin, and doing spins, um, so brutal, but, um, so in my dream, I had, I was, um, someone, I, I might have been blacked out, but it's strange because I remember this um, from the dream. So, but I, yeah, I blacked out a lot. Um, so, I was never able, 95% of the time I was fucking drunk, I don't know. So, I was never able to fully comprehend everything with the. I guess, awareness that I have now, so, if, I mean, like, I, I, I was definitely burdened some, um, how I remember myself in Oneonta, so, but I had this, um, someone, I was on someone's shoulder, and I was so sick, I was like, um, oh shit. um, I was sick, and I was uh, on the verge of vomiting, but, um, I was on someone's shoulder, they were holding me up from the worms, and they were telling me that it was going to be alright. Um, and as I'm like, as I have like, as I'm gagging, um, they kept telling me it was going to be all right. Um, and, you know, I, um, Lost for words because whenever there, whenever there's a time that I I feel sick, and then I'm gonna throw up. I I think to myself, um, sickness is but another word for sin. So it's in that little time that I have of being on the verge of vomiting. I'm, I'm, there's a split in my mind that, okay, well, if I throw up, I'm going to feel so much better. Like, my body needs this. But then there's also that part of me, um, a little stubbornness, but wants to do it right, that, no, hold this in, and this will pass. Um, so... I was doing the in-between <laughs> of gagging, and um, they were telling me that it's going to be all right, and I think I was I was gagging, and I, th I mean, it's so weird because it, it was a dream, it, um, it wasn't real, but I ended up gagging, and something, like, came out, um, now, to translate this into my waking life of 
um, like the experience of what it was like when I woke up. Um, I tend to wake up and there's like a, a blockage in my um, in my throat, like a buildup of uh, loogies, <laughs> um, snot, whatever, um, whatever that is, and yeah, so when I woke up, it was like I was gagging on that, um, and I, I swallowed it, and, um, it, I was, I was like, for the first time in a while, I was clear, um, in my breath, in my, um, uh, I wasn't, uh, snotty, um, I wasn't stuffy, um, my throat wasn't tickling, uh, and it's funny because after being in that cycle of waking up like that, um, you're not used to that, so... It was hard to believe, like, holy fuck, like, I'm actually waking up clear. Uh, as far as, uh, whatever, like, allergy, not allergy, but, um, however that goes. Uh, so, um, what I did today was... I just sat back, relaxed, um, it was my off day, I watched Twitch, um, oh yeah, I wanted to touch on this, um, I would not like to touch this, but I would like to touch on it, um, yeah, Um, since Friday morning, or Friday afternoon, after I got breakfast with my dad, uh, we got pancakes, um, and pancakes fuck up my digestive tract, um, and I'm trying to heal this, I'm trying to see that as not the reason, but, um, since Friday, I... I blamed it on the pancakes, but I have blood in my stool. Um, apparently, that's a sign of bowel cancer. So maybe my days are numbered. Um, but I haven't been feeling right. Um, maybe that's how I go. <laughs> um, so Friday, blood in my stool, a lot. There's a lot of blood. Um, and I have like a history of this, but it goes away, so I don't do anything about it. Of course, if it goes away, then it's not a problem anymore. Um, but... I don't remember going, uh, number two on Saturday, but Sunday, Sunday, um, one of the cooks at the bowling alley, um, very nice lady, she hooks us up with pancakes, and, um, so I had two pancakes, uh, like, hours later, number two, and, uh, it was a lot of blood in my school again, and, um, 
even after the um, the dinner that I had with my dad to celebrate my birthday, um, I had fries and some onion rings, and there was still some blood in my stool uh, at night. So that could be um, a little troublesome. And today also had blood in my stool. So, but like I said, I've had this before and it usually comes to pass, but don't ever remember this much blood. So, um, so actually as I was, um, I got cut off with this, uh, episode, someone called me, and, um, so I'm re-listening to this pod, I was re-listening to the podcast, and I noticed something, um, with what I'm talking about, uh, in general, I, I feel like, um, I'm, caught myself in this little trap that, I mean, in regards to not moving to let someone by, um, but in general, with all my being, is that I'm afraid that if I give, um, then that means something will be taken away. That's um, a belief that I have. If I give, then something will be taken away from me. So, um, I would also like to apologize for that scream in the ep- during the episode. Um, hello, um, I hope that didn't scare anyone. I would like to, um, I guess share about tomorrow. Um, I, once I find myself doing these episodes and listening to myself, the narcissistic side of myself uh, comes out of the woodworks, out of the shadows, likes to hear my voice because um, I just remember a time in high school where I was at a low point and I had to do um, like a voiceover for my uh, contemporary English class. I think it was contemporary, no, um, some English class, um, and I had to do a voiceover on, uh, Rumpelstiltskin, <laughs> oh, that name just cracks me up, Rumpelstiltskin, I don't even know how to pronounce that right, but I had to do a voiceover video of it, like, a, like, kind of do, um, like a thing with puppets and shit like that, I have to reenact it with puppets and a voiceover, and, (laughs) oh my fucking god, it was so embarrassing to hear my voice being, like, sounding so depressed, um, to the entire class, like, I didn't, I don't know what, what I was thinking, like, but I don't remember ever, like, thinking it was that bad if I ever did, um, like, make sure everything was right with the video, like, I don't know how that red flag didn't come to my attention, that I sounded like, (laughs) like I wanted to shoot up a school or something, um, But it's good to 
hear my voice when I can and not hearing a depressed 18 year old kid um, who hates the world. Alright, so I'm going to leave this episode to that and hopefully uh, things start happening in my life. Um, So I also wanted to talk about Twitch today. Um, There's a streamer who does uh, the just chatting section of streaming. Uh, He has like these little game shows, um, which are like kind of talk shows. Uh, So today, um, uh, this guy's name is Raj Patel, and he puts together a cast of people. Um, There's the show is called uh, The Rajshiller. So basically, it's like The Bachelor. But how you would imagine it to be online. um, Through like streaming. So he gets a main character. And since this was the Rashler, it's a a man. A 20 year old um, YouTube streamer. Um, I think he. I'm not sure if he's like a variety um, a variety gamer, or he just mains Minecraft, but, um, he was the main character, and so Raj put a cast together of him and ten other girls, um, like, girl gamers, girl streamers, uh, girl personalities, And so they basically have, like, these rounds of where, you know, they just talk. And after each round, one of them has to get eliminated. And it's, you know, I I see, I see, um, like, I see God in these um, streams um, whenever I can really focus on it, um, sometimes it, I mean, it, it, it comes and goes, but, um, it's, I can find God in the, um, these dreams, um, so, like, today's episode, I mean, there was kind of, like, you know, like, a, I can relate to, like, I try to put myself in this mindset where I can relate, but it's strange because, it, it, I mean, uh, it's, it's something, like, I can't explain, like, how spirit speaks to me um, through through what I experience, but Twitch definitely is um, a platform for that for me, and there was, like, one discussion on, like, purpose that they had, and I don't know, it just seems like it's just so, like, I'm in sync with them, but I'm not there, but, um, so the main character, the guy, was, um, Call Me Carson, and right off the bat, I'm like, who, who like this guy on? Um, I mean, to be a, as a, I can't be objective with this because it's all about me and my perception of it, but which is telling of me. But this guy was like a total nerd. Um, different from, um, from, like, all the other, uh, Rashlers that they put, um, this guy on, 
And that's something that I had to put in the back seat um, of my experience. I had to put myself in his shoes and like buckle down and um, tune in with him. Um, so I, I did that and, you know, I didn't see the, um, I didn't, I saw like truth, like there were some really hot chicks on this. I mean, there was one hot chick, but, um, the rest were like all very pretty. And so something, so I can learn from that um something that I can learn from that is that you know these pretty girls um they weren't like attacking him um at least I didn't they weren't like um you know they weren't like like making him feel bad and stuff like that just generally making him feel bad, like, they were, they were being very nice, and that's not something that I grew up with, I think, um, that's never been my perception that, I don't think that, you know, pretty girls are capable of loving, or being loving, that they're just, you know, um, you know, being hateful and stuff like that, being attacking. Um, but again, that's something that was not, um, on display in this episode that I was watching. Um, yeah, so that was very, that was, it was a good, very good episode. I'm glad I watched that. Uh, it opened my eyes. Um, so about the show, um, the winner, Jesus Christ, it's raining so hard. Um, the winner, or what? Well, not the winner, but every all the girls or like all the contestants um, at the beginning of the show. They have to choose whether um, they're given a choice of either host or love. And basically, as I like talked about before, um, at the end of the stream, uh, the broadcaster can like choose to host someone, which is basically uh, like so. Yeah, yeah, they they like bring their viewers over to that channel. Um, so the girls can either choose host or love, and um, so if they like want to, uh, so if they choose love, um, they get to. Not sure. Like they can, they can either get a host, or or no, it's um, it's the bachelor, uh, the Rochelle's option. If um, if the winner of like the girl chooses love, then the stream um, the Rochelle chooses uh, whether if they're str- if they're gonna stream, then they can get the host, or if they want, they can give the girl who chose love a host. So, um, on this episode, I, so like the very first girl, um, who, so like after introductions, the girls, um, the round ended. So, um, the Rochelle had to pick someone to, uh, like, kick from the show, and the first girl he kicked was, like, 
easily like the sexiest girl on there. Um, but she chose host. Um, so she lost basically. Um, I didn't get to watch all of it to the very end. It was a rather long show. Um, I think I watched like four rounds. So it was like down to seven girls. And um, the three girls after the host um, all chose love. And I feel like that was like a direction that every, or at least like all the girls were um, were following. Um, so it was like very eye opening that, you know, here's the, here's this fucking nerd, nerd as bitch boy, um, who's like getting all the girls who chose love. So I was refreshing. Um, Jesus, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. Um, but yeah, it was a very good episode. Uh, that's basically how the Roshler plays out. Um, he also has, like, another show, um, the Raj Royale, which is basically, like, same number of people, like, up to 10 people, and they all, they're all given topics to talk about, um, and basically they do, like, audience voting, and there are rounds, and after each round, um, the audience chooses who to kick, so it's basically, like, who's, like, the best debater, um, socializer, whatever, it's basically like a, a, a dating game, uh, not dating, <laughs> it's a, um, like a debating, uh, game show, so that's cool, and, yeah, so, and for, like, the Roshler and, like, the Roshlerette, um, there's another channel, um, the streamer goes by the name of, uh, Gone Doc, and he basically does these, like, um, these auditions, if you want to be on the, uh, Roshler or the Roshlerette, so that I tune into, because, it, I mean, like, I don't know, that's just me and the Twitch relationship, um, so, it was very entertaining, um, I try to get more, more of this, uh, spiritual value than the entertainment value, but, uh, it's something that I spend my time with, alright, I think I've gone on long enough, um, hope to see you all in the next episode,